we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Ow! What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck, Nicks? Uh, oh, what the fuckitarians? Right. Some people came up to me in San Francisco at my reading there the other night and said that the vegetarians, what the fuck a geritarian, oh, you get it. You get the idea. I am Mark Marin. This is uh, WTF. This is my show. I'm going to turn up my new headset a little bit. I got new headphones for everybody. Anybody who comes to the garage gets to uh, put on some new headphones because I was in Austin, Texas. And I did an event for Paper Magazine, and they were sponsored by Sennheiser. So I said to the guy, the Sennheiser guy, the guy who's in charge of free stuff, the free stuff guy at Sennheiser, I'm like, dude, I do a podcast. Why don't you set me up with some Sennheisers? He sent him out. I guess just, I I mean, I guess for exactly what I'm doing right now. Would that be it? I like free shit. I'll take free shit. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about free shit for a second or two. Sorry about my voice, but it's happened. I finally hit the wall. I finally exhausted myself into some sort of bronchial nightmare where I now have that weird kind of uh, kind of phlegmy, malignant laugh that turns into a cough. Let me see if I can laugh. I can't laugh right now. Pamela Adelon. Why do I say her name wrong? Pamela Adelon. <laughs> see? See? <coughs> see how it just kept going? Turned into that? When you get that, when you get that thing where you laugh, but you've got bronchial uh, things going on, some part of you thinks like that'd be. It, I'd kind of like to be that guy. Like that's the type of laugh, that cancerous laugh that turns into some sort of horrible hacking is earned. It's earned if it's there forever. Not saying I want it. Pamela Adlon, who you know from both Louis shows, Lucky Louis and the current Louis. And also Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. She's also on Californication. Does Corolla's show a lot. She's a a pip, a fireball, a fury of femininity, a, fe- a female fury. Love her. Love her. She'll be talking. I'll talk to her in a second. I'm a little beat up. And it's weird. As much excitement has been, has been happening to me over the last few months, uh, I see that people are digging the show. I know it's a certain type of person, but there are people coming in, not just you people, not just you people that know me. But now I'm finally kind of arcing out. You know, I'm coming in for landing. I got a few book events. I'm going to be doing stand-up in Phoenix on June 6th over at uh, Stand-Up Live. And I've got some uh, some book events coming up. If you, like, I'm now I'm sinusy. Yeah, I'll be reading in D.C., Washington, D.C. at the... Uh, at Politics and Prose at 6th and I, that's on June 11th. I'll be at Barnes & Noble in Union Square in New York, June 12th. I'll be uh, at the Bryant Park Summer Reading Series, June 13th. I think the lovely Julie Klausner is moderating that. I will be uh, at the Harvard Bookstore at the Brattle Theater. God, I haven't been the Brattle. I saw, I saw Spalding Gray do uh, Swimming to Cambodia at the Brattle Theater when I was in college going to be doing a panel here in New York at the Paley Center on June 18th uh, about Marin, my TV show. Then later in June, I'm going to be at Helium and Buffalo and Zanies in Nashville and Main Stage in August in Chicago. You can go to the WTFpod.com to the uh, calendar section for that stuff. 
But God damn it, I wanted to stay up there in the bestseller list over at the New York Times. I that yeah, I'm not uh, disappointed, but I guess I am a little disappointed because you know you kind of want. It's not even a matter of winning. I just wanted people to buy the book, and that was would have been a lot of profile. I think we got it up to around 24. Uh, those of us who did, you know who you are. And then it just kind of went away. Now it's not on there. It was on the extended list of 24. And I was hoping that, you know, I think about you people as a community. And I think about, you know, there's a lot of you out there. I see the downloads. I don't know when you listen. I just needed maybe 10% of you to buy books. But uh, but I get it. It's a chore. Maybe you'll do it when it's a paperback. Maybe you won't do it at all. I'm not busting your balls for it. I appreciate all the people that bought the book. And I'm glad you dig it. But now I'm back home. I'm back in the shit. I'm out looking at rings. Yeah, looking at rings. Yeah. Third time looking at rings, looking at houses, but I don't I can't handle it. I don't you know I I don't you know I don't want to burst anyone's bubble here, but I didn't I didn't make a fortune. I'm not I'm not uh, on easy street. But she wants another bathroom. I've talked about this before, but I don't you know if I I I would never fucking leave this house. I love this garage. I know the house is kind of falling apart, but it's situated beautifully. And now we're out looking at houses and there's some sort of ridiculous boom going on. Every house you look at in this beat up old neighborhood has 20 bids on it. Some of them are all cash bids by kids whose parents will throw the bill. I resent them. I resent anybody who's looking at the house at the same time I am, you know, especially if I like the house, because then you're thinking like, oh, you're the fuck, you're who I'm up against, huh? It's me and you, buddy. It's not even the case. It's all aggravating and overwhelming. Why can't I just stay here? Why can't I just die in my garage of old age? Why can't that be the way it goes? Now I'm back in the shit with the cats, La Fonda, something wrong with her eye, her eyes changing color. That can't be good. I don't want to Google it because I know that can't be good. So I got to bring her in. It's been going on for like three years. I hope it's not one of those things I could have nipped in the bud earlier. But being a bad cat daddy, I just sort of like, well, she's there. Her energy's good. I mean, it seems okay. I don't know what it is. Got to bring her in for that. And I'm sure that'll be sort of like, oh, yeah, this is this has gone too far. This cat now has this thing. And it's only a matter of time. Fucking heartbreaking. Monkey's eyes leaking. It's just caked up black crap in one of his eyes. Every day, I don't know if it's an allergic thing or... You just don't understand what a pain in the ass it is to get these cats into a cage. You do not understand what a pain it is to get wild fucking cats into a cage. Got to set it out there a day before and get them acclimated to it. And then one shot at getting them into the cage. But... uh I'm I'm back. I'm at home and I'm dealing with the stresses of being home. I have to learn how to be at home for a while. I have to learn how to, to sort of have a life outside of a hotel room. I have to learn how to sort of come down off of this amplified life I've been living, running around, doing shows, doing readings. I have to crash. I have to enter the depressive postpartum depression of all the excitement and also yet still enjoy what's happening for me. That's going to be a struggle. Not a struggle that I'm uh, complaining about, but it will be what it's going to be. <laughs> Look, I'm going to start leveling off and we'll start having more in-depth conversations about what is happening, okay? Just to get you in the loop, I'm looking for engagement rings. I have till July to start uh, uh, trying to uh, impregnate my girlfriend. There's a, there's a schedule at hand or she's going to leave me. This is all very exciting stuff. I know I might be not I might not be talking about it in the right way, but there's an ultimatum on the table. Look, we got to do this or I'm out of here. 
Also, there's a house problem. What am I getting into? Why, you know, psh, there are those moments, man, where you think like, well, if I was alone, I wouldn't have to do anything. I wouldn't have to change my life at all. I could just live in this redundant cycle of what I do for the rest of my life, just spinning the same goddamn plates, spiraling down the same personal drain for the rest of my life. You know, that's my comfort zone. That's my comfort zone is this weird lap I'm taking, this panicky lap around my mental processes. That's my, com- that's my comfort zone. Cycles. Cycles are comforting. Hey, I know what I'm getting into. Look, here it comes again. Yep, that was fun. Now this stinks. Ugh, I'm an asshole. I got to shake things up. Here we go. That was fun. Ugh, now it stinks. Fuck. There's got to be more to it, man. I had to get my pilot's license or something, you know? Should go learn how to scuba dive. Right? Perhaps I should take a, a language class. Maybe something like that. Shake it up a little bit. That's not very exciting. Maybe I should drive a, a, a NASCAR. Yeah, I could drive NASCAR. Or maybe I should just have a baby. Hmm. All right, let's talk to Pam Adlon, who I like a great deal. Fucking live wire, man. Where'd you eat? What happened? I don't know. I went to this place. And you went to the Hawaiian barbecue place? <laughs> yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> I'm well, so out of starving. all the places you had one more mile you could have eaten. I didn't understand where I was and I thought <laughs> I don't you think know you're in where Hawaii? this is. Do you think you're in Hawaii? They said mahalo to me and Who the fuck eats that shit? What did you get there? I knew you were gonna shit on me. I'm for not going gonna shit on there. you. I no. I've never been in there and I, I when I saw it. that it opened, I was like, Well that's exciting, I guess, if you like that. That bothers that's better. You like seeing a microphone aside from a floating like target the- bag? <laughs> <laughs> that I put on I'm my microphone. Weird like to... that. All right. So wait. What'd you I get? I thought I was you... in my mom's house for a minute. <laughs> Your mom has microphones hanging around. <laughs> what does that even mean? See, everything is covered with plastic bags. Is that true? Yeah. And she lives in your guest house. She lives next door. No, in she lives in the house home. next door. Yeah. With the, are your parents married? My dad is dead. Oh Jesus! He died. End of interview. He's when did that dead. happen? He's dead. Are you over it? <laughs> yes. I didn't mean to bring it up. When did it happen? I'm okay about... I mean, I'm really sad for him because he used to be very afraid to die and now he's dead. <laughs> oh, really? When did it happen? Like 18 years ago. So it's been a he while. He never met my kids or anything. Really? He never... No. How old was he? 60. What did he do? He was a writer and producer. He was um, uh, of television? Yes. Big really? time. Yeah. Like what? He was like a real journeyman, you know... Um, writer producer. He wrote. He he like wrote everything from like Chico and the Man to the Love Boat and Fantasy Island. And... So he's a comedy writer. Yeah. So you grew up in a house with a comedy writing yeah. father. Yeah, my dad used to produce the Dave Garraway show, which then became the Today, the Today show. show. So your father's like that. He was at the birth of television. Yeah, he was modern a, television. He was a page at NBC with Gil Cates and all those guys, you know. Oh my god! And my dad, you know, he used to write softcore porn. Really? Um, yeah. By choice, or was that the dark times? It, it was. 
<laughs> That's such a good question. You know, um, just to put food on the table, you know, and he wrote under pseudonyms, um, Troy Conway. Why? Was he blacklisted after the blacklist? He, because of the Jew thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, because we're, Siegel is my name. Yeah, that's Jew. And Jew. Yeah. And he, you know, I don't know. There was something about but, Siegel being Jewy, too Jewy. But this was this was in your lifetime that he was, or was he afraid of? Because I mean, if he would, he would have been around for the blacklist. I mean, that, is that why he did that or not? I don't think so. It was before. I think it was get, before I was born. Well, so. that would be before you were born. But I mean, oh yeah, I, I mean, I, duh. Ah, uh, sorry. Was there a time when Jews weren't allowed in television? I don't oh think that's God. documented. I went out with a guy one time who was like surprised when I told him that the world hates Jews. He was like, I don't think that. Is that really true? I was like, oh my God. And then did he go, what, are you Jew? Please just fuck <laughs> me and let's not talk anymore. Well, Hollywood certainly doesn't hate Jews, but I guess there was a time there. Everybody was trying not to be I don't know, maybe in Jewy. publishing. I don't know. I don't really know. So he died 18 years ago. How old were you? Um, 27. Oh, Wow. Yeah. yeah, but do you remember like him? Did you go to work? Did, I see so you were kind of brought up in television. Yeah, I was brought up on sound stages. A, well, the Dave Garraway show that was before was AM New York, then mm. became AM New York, and then the Today. But show. that was before you were born, right? No, I actually was. Um, uh, yeah, Dave Garraway was before my time, but AM New York. I did. I was on a. Uh, I like used to be in the kids segments. <laughs> yeah, oh, like really? they had a diaper derby. <laughs> And they like set us off, and then they had Santa Claus, and it scared me. It scared me, (laughs) Santa Claus. Santa's scary, especially to uh, little Jewish girls. I was like, who is this guy? But my dad used to be Eli the Elf every Christmas. Eli the Elf, and my mother is English, and Uh she would call and be Mrs. Claus with like um, English Jew. No, she converted to Judaism. Well, she's a Jew now, right? My dad uh, ripped her out of Europe. Wow, he was stationed there. In Paris, and they met at the U.S. And he took a hostage. He took a (laughs) British hostage. (laughs) He did. (laughs) And kept her in Hollywood. He did. And she converted. Uh, Yeah, my mom There are British Jews. I was very shocked to know that, but there are actual, you know, like full-blooded British Jews. Mm -hmm. So wait, was your dad around for that whole quiz show business? Oh, yeah. Oh, I grew up with uh, people doing clickers in my living room. Right. They were creating shows, who, what, where, all of that shit. But, like, was he there with the big debacle of uh, of that? The, oh, I don't I don't know. Because Garraway was around for that. I just watched that movie. By it's going, great, right? So they were developing quiz shows in your house? In my clickers? living room. You remember I clickers? would go to sleep with clickers. Because they would be trying to play it? They would be making shows in, so, in my house. I mean, up until the end of his life... And he was, my mom and dad were living in Alan and Arlene Alda's house. Um, they were great friends. Their temporary house because my, my parents lost everything. And the bank took their house. How'd, they, how'd that happen? Um, was this the soft my dad porn period? Didn't, didn't, I don't, he didn't pay off the house. and They owed like nothing on the house. But they couldn't. The bank took it. Oh, my God. They had to sell all our then? shit. Oh, God. I was in my mid-20s. And so were you living at home? Were you living at the Aldous? Oh, no. Oh, I moved out. out when I was 18. Gone. Yeah. Down the street. So I could have a, a relationship with my dad. Because yeah. we fought all the time. Constantly. Yeah. About what? Um, well, what was he was deal? a little explosive personality. That's someone like you. I don't see that. That's, <laughs> it's very odd that you would come from an explosive house. Why? You don't know. I feel like I know you and it's weird. It's one of these familiarity things. I had to separate the fact 
in my own mind that I had no idea who you are. I know. And I don't know why that is. Do you feel familiarity? Oh, well, I I was just, I couldn't believe it. I I told Louis that I yeah. was going to do the show, and yeah. he was like, I, I said, should I do this? Are you, <laughs> are you, fr- <laughs> what, is, what is the fucking deal? You guys okay? He was is like, gonna- yeah. I was yeah. like, you, did he do something to you? Or did you do something? He was like, no, you should do it. And what so, else did he say? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he said you guys used to fuck <laughs> uh, as long as he put that out into the world I know I you guys came up together and all of that stuff so yeah we've known uh, each other a long time and uh, we're good I was texting him the other day he didn't mention that you had talked to him though <laughs> so I don't know why that didn't happen I literally was just texting we had our sort of uh but you know, our once every two month texting session yeah. right? and uh, went back and forth but you weren't mentioned okay I don't know what that's about <laughs> But I mean, I yeah, I do know you from both of his shows, but there's yeah. still some other thing. I just feel like, like when you were coming over, I was like, I feel like I met her or I know her, but I don't know you at all. I know, it's Mark Maron. It is. It's, it's weird. Pam and Morgan, Morgan knew all about you, and I'm like, tell me about the show. I don't even, I know nothing of your work. Yeah, that feels, uh, that's good to hear that. You know, it's always good to hear somebody say something like that. It's very, it's very humbling, voiceover actress. Um <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Is it fun? I want to have a show like this. You can have a this show like be this. Good man. Wait now. Wait. Tell There's me. There's a what lot you... of fucking tchotchkes in here. Jesus um, yeah, I'm Christ. The, I'm the tchotchke. Uh, king. Oh my god. A lot of stuff, man. My whole life's in here. But let's go back. Okay. Can we? Mm-hmm. To your your childhood in television. So you got out of the house so you could have a relationship with your dad because yeah. you, you guys fought. And constantly. then my dad and I started writing together. Well, that's better than dating. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, I wasn't allowed to date in my house. I was barely allowed to bring friends over. My dad was a little bit um, mashugana when it came to that kind of stuff. Like, oh, but how? Like, he was my- super strict. He was really strict. How can someone in show business who writes off-core porn and, and <laughs> loses a house be strict? I don't know. He was just like... Was it just because, like, why are these people around here? Why are these people yeah. in my world? Yeah. Like, I have things here. I mean, for me, I have three daughters, and so, like, oh when... God. one I know. I'm a single mom of three girls. Newly single, right? No. I, I mean, we broke up uh, four years ago almost. We're still pretty so. fresh. Maybe, but when you have girls, it's yeah. like, it's been a hundred years. <laughs> Why? What does that mean? I don't know. Because they grow so fast. And yeah. They're, they're little I mean, people. And... My oldest is going to be 16. 16? You have a 16-year-old daughter? Mm-hmm. That At must be just month, chaos. It's a fucking nightmare why what is- get out of the house <laughs> yell at her she'll go at 18 it's so <laughs> so I- you can have a relationship Bing. <laughs> just kidding baby love you <laughs> love you yeah we're all getting our periods aren't we isn't this fun is everything all matched up mommy's got a whisker <laughs> And her period. <laughs> Do you all have them at the same time? Hold her the other ones. No, no. The other two, no. The other two are 12 and 10. It's coming, though. And um, Yeah, it's really fucking gnarly in my house. It's not for the faint of heart. How many bedrooms you got? We all have our own bedroom. Well, that's good. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So when did you start doing the television stuff? I mean, was it something like when you were younger and your father was in this miserable business? And, um, wait, tell me about hang, hanging out with the Aldas, though. That sounds fun. So you, oh, you, well, my dad and Alan were really good buddies. And um, so 
he's a nice guy, right? He's so sweet. And his wife, like, I love them so much. And they they said to my parents when the bank took their house, you can live here. It was like their house they stayed in while they were building their other house. And so they said, stay here until yeah. you get back on your feet. Right. A year and a half later, my dad dropped dead in that house. Of a heart attack? Uh, it was a, a myocardial infarction. But basically, what is that? my I theory is my mom, my mom let him die because she, the, according to lore, he went to have leftover Chinese food. This he, is family lore or is yeah. this in a book? Lore of yeah. my family or the Lord of my mom. Yes. And he went and had Chinese food and he had his Leo the Lion mug. Yeah. And he collapsed in the doorway. And if she woke up, yeah. he could possibly have survived had she known what to do did she know what to do but Let's she go. woke up in the morning and she th- she was like why are there pillows on the floor and she put on her my my mother's english remember she yeah. put on her glasses and there was my dead rigor mortis dad isn't that how, awesome how much did she sweep in was it did a you- lot <laughs> <laughs> like did she she wake up at seven and just go back to sleep and yeah like, i don't i don't know but. oh he got up in the night to eat yes jew from boston jew from My boston was a jew from Bo- wait you didn't go to bu i did go to BU. somebody told How'd you me? know that because uh, somebody i work out with told me that so you've been doing some research on me i said i was doing your podcast and she told me today and she's morgan's friend too and my dad's on, a bu alum too uh, i was on the cover of the boston the boston That's university what, alumni magazine bostonia yeah this month good for you i spent my entire life trying to avoid those fuckers the alumni association and then i win i won that's a big deal to me I think that's That's like, to me, that the, 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 the heading should just be, fuck you, you didn't think I'd do anything, did you? you that's, were, right. that's great. School of Communications? No, liberal arts. Where'd awesome. you go? I, I went to Sarah Lawrence for a second. <laughs> that's, that makes I was sense. already working. What? Why? I don't know. Yeah, but you're thinking of a different kind of Sarah Lawrence, like the dykes and the thing. No, it wasn't the dike. No, part. I was thinking about the you know sort of aggressive, independent, you know, bordering on you know hippie, arty. Yeah, uh, Sarah Lawrence. Yes, That's check. It. Yeah, so check. The, the the I didn't make the association with the lesbian Sarah Lawrence. I, think, I didn't go to the lesbian. Uh, well, I sh- could have. Was that actually an option? Did they? No, did it, they have it a lesbian? Used to be Sarah all Lawrence? female, know, and you know yeah. the whole thing that yeah, they're yeah. all eating each other out in between playwriting class. Is, was that true? Did you find that, or was that a different school? Was that the <clears> lesbians? <throat> was there an actual lesbian school? I'm l- did still looking for Did you eat anybody out no, during I, playwriting class? God, I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I did. Would have changed everything. I was still, I was working, and so I went to Sarah Lawrence for literally a second, and I, I, I love it. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, like, has this thing in her head that she wants to go there. Yeah. But it's, like, the most expensive school in the country, I think, now. No, they're all expensive. Yeah. So what? What are you going to do? Send her to state school or community college? What do you? What, <laughs> I don't I mean, know. What, it's college. What She's you, going to college. You do? Is the ex-husband at least in, uh, in dealing with the kids and everything? Um, <clears throat> he lives in Vienna, Austria. So it's kind of drop-offs are a little bit difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's not with the kids. Aren't with him right now. But while you're here, yeah, he's an Austrian. He's German. He's actually moving closer, which is great. He's moving to Essen, Germany. You married? Well, that's thank God. All right, now I, I hope you have. I like was a like, fuel what a relief. Vehicle. So you married? Is he a Jew? He converted. 
He did not. I swear to you fucking God. You converted a German? No, no. When we were... Out of guilt? He converted? What? So awful to What's talk awful? about this shit. Um, he you- said to me, he, you know, he wanted to get married when, I, you know, I got pregnant three months after we met. And um, he good. wanted to get I'm, married. Good and for I, you being careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, raising three daughters. Don't fuck people and don't do drugs. Um, how do you handle that shit? Meanwhile, man? mom, how did I come into the world? Oh no, it's so hard. So anyway, when I said I'd marry him, he said, yeah. um, "Do you want me to convert?" And I said, "To what?" So basically, that's the story. Moving on. And he did though. Yeah, but that was his choice because I, I dragged him to so many Jew things that finally um, he met this this beautiful man that I that I knew who passed away like when he was like ninety. He was like an oak tree. He survived mm-hmm. the Holocaust, and his name was Mayor Ziering. And um, good name, good name. I know. What did he do? Greatest. He was a jeweler, and he um, he had a conversation with my ex husband, and we were at a, like. Uh, Passover or something like that and he said where did you grow up in Germany and he was telling him and he said oh I I used to live there and through the course of the conversation my ex-husband realized he was in a concentration camp near where he He grew up up. so it kind of you know hit him really hard and he had that self-hating German thing so his conversion was purely on his own I I would never I mean I'm not even I'm like a yeah, no, I get it. I get it. That's wild. Yeah. So that was like this cathartic moment for him. That yeah. Like, it was his way of making an amends to yeah. the 10 million or six or none, depending on where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> or, or my one. <laughs> exactly. So wait, now, when when did you, did you study acting or what happened? You were at Sarah Lawrence. What were you doing there? Were you like... I wanted to go. No, I was still. I was. I was already working as an actor. I started when I was nine, and for um, real, yeah. In what? Um, like I just, I did, I did voiceovers, like as a nine-year-old. Yeah, and then I really started working when I was twelve in commercials and stuff like that, and then in television, and then I, and then movies. Like my first movie was Grease too, and um, my first like pilot I ever did was Little Darlings you know and I of course was Angel the yeah. Christy McNichol part yeah and so um, yeah I was already working I was doing a musical here and they got extended and I had to defer my um, admittance to Sarah Lawrence and then I went and I just stayed for a semester because I was so into what I was doing and I just wanted to work but I loved school it was great but I was literally flying back and forth every weekend. I was taking the red eye after That's the crazy. show. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. In my psychology class, Monday mornings at nine o'clock. It was, and I would throw lemons at the people from LA and other substances. <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? Well, I would, I would be in LA on Sunday. I'd grab lemons off the tree and throw them at the girls in Bronxville on Monday morning. <laughs> from LA to remind yeah. them where they come from? Yeah. Well, that's, that's sweet. So, okay, now did your dad get you into this racket? No, I just was very attracted to it and I wanted to be a part of it. And, you know, I mean, my dad did like this crazy show, like the Archie, like he did all these specials and he did this one show like based on the Archie comics and it was 
like it was a musical and it was with Audrey and Judy Landers and all these random people and James Comack produced it. I don't know who that is. He was Welcome Back Cotter. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, that old school kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, yeah. And um, I would walk around with a script folder and a scarf around my neck and be like, you know, <laughs> want to be a producer like my dad. When you were what? How old? <clears throat> 10, 12, 9? I was like, I don't know, uh, somewhere in there. Yeah. Like, really. Before little. you were 10. Yeah. Just being adorable. And yeah, I was adorable. Precocious. Yeah. And- uh, oh, and I did this, the warm up. For, uh, for the audience? I don't audience? even think I ever told Louie that one. Yeah, I would do the warm-up. Uh, James Comack would pull me out and he would say, to, you know, tell some jokes. And I would tell jokes for <laughs> Did, everybody. With this cute Isn't little kid. It, it, you're doing little things for the audience. Isn't that funny? With my little scarf. like That's hilarious. I know. And so. that was before the days where they had like some weird audience prompter. Yeah. Like it was like uh, the well, audience actually had some integrity. I think they had a guy tell... But Jimmy Comack would bring me out and say, come here, Pam. Pam, come here. And what would you do? Just stand there and do cute things? I would things? be like, you know, how does a Polak put on <laughs> underarm deodorant? <laughs> like this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boom. You know, I and know. And just thought it was so adorable, the little racist girl. I know. <laughs> it worked out so <laughs> well. Oh, so that Jesus. was your big break. So so even Louie doesn't know you did stand-up. No. No, isn't uh, that funny? Yeah. So now you everybody know. asks me, and I'm like, I never, never. Yeah. But I did. I yeah. actually am as right. a nine year old, <laughs> back when it mattered. So, yes. so, so, are we? Is it safe to say then? Well, why am I framing it like that? So you didn't finish college. No, I went for a semester, and that was it. Yeah. Enough. And then you were a professional show business yeah. person. You need a Swiffer. Oh, it's a lot of dust in here. You need Swiffer. That is crazy. <laughs> I, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed about this. So you've got this kid who's 16, mm-hmm. this girl. Mm-hmm. Now, you're. I. how do you, like, I don't have any kids. I don't know why. It's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. It's very pressing in, in the immediate situation for me. Oh, like, really? I, yes, I, I have the opportunity now. Oh, you have somebody who wants you to put one in them. Then that's exactly how she puts it. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. When are you going to put a baby in me? Oh. Isn't well, that sexy? Yeah. So Just fuck one right into her. No, I know. I've managed to avoid that somehow. And I <laughs> am not uh, I'm not pro condom in most situations. I don't recommend it, but you know. Why'd you have so many then? I don't know. Yeah? I mean it's just it's it's hard work. It's so adorable at the beginning and now I'm in the <laughs> trenches. You know, it's just like I'm a rooming house. Yeah. I'm a chair yeah. at the end of my teenager's bed that yeah. she throws her clothes on at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the best way I can describe it. It's you, like are you getting this. along? Um we all get along and we we have good we have good times yeah. and good days, but yeah. it gets it gets gnarly. It gets gnarly. How do you talk about like cuz you've been through some shit, clearly? Yeah. How do you talk to a 16-year-old in a rational way? And not say, fuck you yeah, every shut second. The fuck up. Shut the fuck you fucker. Do you say that? You do, though. Right? Um, no, no, no. Like sex. How do you, what do you say to her about sex? Oh, Jesus. I mean, I had her with this woman, like, so since you, she was nine. You like, subcontracted the a job. Group, a group of girls. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, like, someone's there. I can pay somebody to deal with this. It's Could so funny. Please deal with this shit. No, I mean, I 
you know, a I, group I of girls. do what, what I do can, mean? but you know what? Uh, well, there's this woman, Gina Cloud, and she did these workshops called yeah. The Sacred Facts of Life. And yeah. the moms would drop the girls off. We'd leave for three hours. They'd write secret questions. They'd yeah. all talk about things. Started at nine, and then they did it until they were like 13. Right. Um, and then some moms would drag their daughters in, and they would say, she's not going to say anything. She's not going to talk. <laughs> and then we'd come back, and the girls would go and play, and we'd sit with Gina, and Gina's like, oh, your shy daughter asked me about blowjobs. She okay. was the first one. <laughs> and the mom would be like, what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> just happened? Yeah. Michaela, um, her friend, gives them all the time at bar mitzvahs or whatever. Oh, my God. So God, things have changed. Oh, no. I mean, but this generation is, it's really weird because the 10 years, like, if you're talking about, like, 25-year-olds yeah. in Los Angeles, they're very, like, health conscious and they wouldn't smoke a cigarette to save their lives. They wouldn't do drugs or whatever. But my daughters, these kids right now who are growing up with this crack. The this, iPhone. The, yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare because they're basically, you know, they have access to everything. Yeah, you can't stop it. Everything. Yeah. So these kids, there's so much drugs. There's porn. so much sex. Yeah. They're watching porn. I say this to people, which is the simplest thing. Like, it's like. Um, you know, the sky is blue. Your kid's watching porn. What do you mean? No, my kid's not watching porn. How could they not be? I'm like, be? are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> when I was growing up, my brother had a stack of Wii's and yeah. Hustlers in it, his though. closet. Right. That was it. Right. And my parents had like all these old plays and they had a copy of O Calcutta and I would look through and see the naked people right. and I would be like, oh my God. And there was a picture of how to draw mm -hmm. and there'd be naked models yeah. and I'd fucking look at that and yeah. jerk off in yeah. my house that was it yeah now are you kidding me everything everything yeah so these are the boys that my daughter goes to school with the ones who have just watched a, a girl choking on a cop yeah exactly right exactly and fucking you know cream pie in the face everything yeah. yeah and they talk like oh my god if you saw their Facebooks or whatever, they talk like they're 49 years old and they're like, they have AIDS and they live in the East Village, old Queens or whatever. I mean, I'm telling you, it's <laughs> the biggest nightmare in the world that they have all this access. So it's just like, all I can say is, you know, know what's going to make you uncomfortable. If you're going to, if you're going to watch something, it can stay with you. It can affect you. Oh, it's like definitely. PTSD. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it blows your brain open. It's Awful. exactly what it is. You Awful. get some you get porn brain. Mm -hmm. And also these these girls are put in this position where you have these guys who just want to get their rocks it's off. It's a nightmare. And they just try to talk them into it or guilt them into it or bully them into it. Are you it. kidding me? Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. So you've had to have talks like that with her? Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, well, phew, yeah. Like 16-year-old yeah. guys, I can't even imagine that. Horrible. But I mean, I've heard stories about like 13-year-old kids. Yeah. Who are like bullying girls? Well, into... because look at my my ten year old. Yeah, her friends have had iPhones and Blackberries and everything since they were like seven. Yeah, and eight. Yeah, she just got 
a phone because I went to a five, so now my 10-year-old has an iPhone. And this whole idea that, that parents can somehow put something in place that would stop them from watching it, most people of my age or your age, it's like, I don't fucking know how to work that. I don't know how to turn off anything on the phone I, I have. I hand it to my 10-year-old. Yeah, could you fix I'm this? like, dude, can you put Spotify <laughs> on my shit? Can you give me Shazam? So, so how the fuck is a parent, can you protect them from anything coming into their brains? It's so, it's so bad because this is, this is the thing. When I say to parents, um, you know, your kid's watching whatever. No, I don't allow him to have it in the house. I'm like, <laughs> he never goes to anybody's house. You're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> Denial. You know, when yeah. I introduce the concept of um, collecting the phone yeah. when they get into the house, people yeah. go, oh, that's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, it is because they don't exist yeah. in the house. Um, what do you mean collecting the phone? Like You I'll take... I'll take the phone now because we're home. And you're going to talk like people. Yeah, we're going to talk like people. You do that to your 16-year-old. you know what? Don't be on your phone because we're trying to watch Real Housewives <laughs> and I want everybody's full <laughs> fucking attention. <laughs> Breaking Amish, it's the final episode. <laughs> yeah, there's no, that's your version of what their phones do for them. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Feeding off the Stop it. emotional vulnerabilities. of Long Island Medium is on. Put it down. Of people that don't know well enough to exactly not we're having themselves. family time. Oh my! The Bachelor. God. So what, final rose ceremony. What's your biggest fear with the whole thing in terms of what's happening? I mean, what's the heartbreak of it all? Penises. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to nightmare. Keep, keep penises away from your I daughters at all. All of them. <laughs> all of them. I was hoping for one dyke. Yeah. One <laughs> lesbian of three, out of three. three. How could you not? <laughs> I I was thinking that my middle, she had a Target Boys Department phase for about four years yeah. there. And you're like, I got and one. And I was like, I got one. <laughs> and no. No, sir. Black guys, please. <laughs> like, specifically. Oh, really? Yeah. She's like, yeah. Well, I mean, Dyke is not out of the question. I use that word with love. I mean, she could evolve into that. Could I could happen. evolve. Well, try it. What I could you, still well, evolve. Yeah, you, uh, absolutely. You I can, didn't have that college experimental phase. Like you can you do it now. I, I'm sure that if you just do a little outreach, there'd be plenty of, of hot lesbians that would be more than willing to help you through this. I like dicks. Yeah. I know. My friend Robin and I You can I choose against say, dicks. You know, choose, you know, you can choose against dicks once. You can. You can say, look, I, I'm not really attracted to this, yeah. but it seems easier to me. And then I think you'll be shocked at just how difficult the vagina could be for you. I know. Well, listen, my daughter and her friends, we were all talking about it yeah. the other day, and they were like, Mom, it's like this. <laughs> the scissor? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Sc yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus. And they all know. The, they all know. This is not the 10-year-old. No, this is all of them. They all, <laughs> no, it's all ruined. All the childhood is gone. It's all gone. <laughs> It's horrible, it's man. It's bad. I yeah. try. Once in a while, I'm like, oh, shit, they're still in their childhood. Mm. Okay, go. It's raining. Go outside. Have childhood. <laughs> yeah. Have childhood. <laughs> Play in the rain. I'll show you a picture. They had childhood in the hallway the other night. <laughs> you have to capture it because sometimes it's very brief. <laughs> I maybe swear like, to God. It's about as long as a well, Vine video. Well, because I'm always, you know, mm. I'm always tired and in a bad mood because it's me alone. <laughs> Here, look, they had childhood in the hallway. Oh, look, it's a slumber party in the hallway. Yeah. That is childhood. I let them have childhood in the hallway. Uh, you forced them. Did you? <laughs> no. Is this, they, is this the only area they it. can have childhood? I was like, all right. 
child. Oh, because you didn't want to clean up. Yeah. Uh, I didn't clean up. So this is what two of them? Yeah, that's um, the, the two younger baby. ones. Yeah, but they're sleeping. They got the sleeping bags out. And, yeah. And that's right before they told you about scissoring. <laughs> it's. Oh God! <laughs> I hope this tape gets lost. I'm in trouble. Wait, how are you in trouble? No, you're if co- they you're, listen. It sounds like you're a, a, a concerned mom who's I am who's who's got uh, who's slowly losing her grip. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! I t- you know what? I what? really felt that way, and I finally had to switch my brain around to get things under control because I would really have eaten a gun. I mean, it just, it gets so much pressure and it's just me and, you know. Do you consider yourself a, a, a well-grounded person? Um, I, I feel like I'm getting better. <laughs> yeah, but, it, you know, I, I, um, I'm I open to suggestions all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm not above, um, uh, you know, the fact that I make mistakes and, like, uh, my youngest, she had a sleepover last night and her friend... I said, you know, last night got a little kooky. Yeah. And I said, you know, we are, we all, you know, sometimes we don't get along. Sometimes we get along because my 12-year-old was this and whatever. And sh- her friend is like, you know, her dad passed away and she's got a single mom. She's like a pagan shit. She's like, I love it here. <laughs> and I was like, awesome. It's really good to get somebody else's perspective. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're fun. Yes, I'm very fun. I imagine even when you're horrible, you're kind of yeah, I'm funny. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fun. Like, like you seem like the kind of person that, like, at your angriest, it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't really get angry. I I don't. And your mother's right there. Does she like take them? Can you just go to go she to grandma? She can help sometimes. Nana, yeah. Nana sometimes push them over to Nana. It's yeah. nice to have them nearby, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, when my dad died, I I always swore and promised that I would buy a house for my mom so and you did it yeah so what's with the dating no, <laughs> no. You're, you're attractive you've got a lot of personality yeah thank you and thank uh you. and you, you're charming I don't I'm not into it you look like you'd be crazy I'm crazy <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a lady in the street but a freak in the bed yeah um yeah I'm not into it yeah what the whole process of it Occasionally, just go out and get banged, though, or what? Um, I don't usually ask questions like that, and I don't want my listeners to feel like just because you're a woman yeah. that I would ask you that. But we're we're sort of in that area. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't really know how to do it. Yeah, like I can't, I'm middle aged. You know how do you do it? Yeah, it's, it's like it's horrible because everybody's broken by then. Yeah, I and mean, like, you know, just like which sad man would you, like to? Yes, exactly. <laughs> which? How do you sit down and go? Like it's like when you're 22, you're yeah. like. Well, I went out with this guy, and then I was with another guy for like a year, yeah, and then yeah. I was with another guy yeah, who yeah. stalked me. Yeah, and so how do I fucking break it down now? Well, usually you you meet somebody that someone refers you to or sets you up with, or perhaps on a site of some kind, and you sit down and have some variation of what went wrong with you. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're so right. You're what, so right. What, what broke? You I know, just where, met. I just <laughs> met a guy. Uh, uh, like at the beginning of this year, yeah. actually, who's going through a divorce, uh-huh. and we had a very nice time. But yeah. you know, he doesn't live in this state, yeah. and so it's you hard. know, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like, if 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 like at your age or our age, I don't know how old you are, doesn't matter. But like, when there are kids involved, and they got kids, and that's all their bag of worms, and they got exes, and then it's like, oh my fuck, I can't even imagine it. My brother has three kids. He married a woman with four kids. And their exes uh, are now married to each other. 
Holy shit. Fun? Well, that worked out. That was actually a good thing. That that The weirdest part of that story is the best. They all moved in best. together? Yeah, it's the fucking Jewish Brady Bunch over oh there. Oh, my God. No, they don't all move in together. They they switch them around, but the kids- That's good. That yeah. was smart. But the kids are, you know, they don't lose any parents. You know, they just mm-hmm. had to kind of accept that you know, there was mm-hmm. a switcheroo. But, it, I mean, I yeah. imagine that makes it difficult. Yeah, I I think that I have a whole different way of looking at that kind of stuff now than I did before. Before what? Before, <laughs> like, when you were a kid? Or, like, just before? Before I had my own family right. and before my divorce, right. which has just been just excruciating. It's horrible. I, horrible. I had one without kids, and it was horrible. 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 It just never ends. Yeah, it's, it's just like <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty bleak. It's and like, um, so yeah. the trust thing has got to be a little worn out. Yeah, no, there's none. <laughs> oh, that's hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fucking horrendous. I, yeah, and I don't. You know, it's like I, I, I go to. I work out every morning, and like there's this woman who's my workout wife. I just touched my stomach for those wondering because I haven't <laughs> been working out. So right when she said it, I immediately went right into myself and thought she just said, "You look like you need to work out I a little you bit." You had a pain. No, no, I, I I constantly feel my fat. Oh, oh, you're so not fat. That's All right, ridiculous. okay, let's move on with what you were saying. So anyway, that was um, very nice of you, by the way. Uh, Elizabeth and I, we mm-hmm. work out and mm-hmm. we're just like, I mean, there's this woman who like had a baby six months ago and uh, and we're on the treadmill. I'm like, she had a baby six months ago. And I like push my stomach out. I'm like, I had a baby 10 years ago. <laughs> it's coming off. I, I'm thinking about breastfeeding again because I hear it falls right off. I mean, but everybody in our class, like all the women who are like middle age, yeah. like I'm in my mid 40s. Yeah. Like we talked, this one woman's like, I'm like a cat. Yeah. You know, she you pulls can, yeah. yeah. Like it's bad. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to unzip my <laughs> clothes and be like, here you go. <laughs> 40s. What? It's all right. So you meet some other guy with some, you know, sagging dick and it'd be fine. Here's the thing. What? Is that wimp. My women my age, yeah. our competition is 25 year old women for guys my age. And do you hate them for that? No, it's just the way it is. Right. It's the way it is. Look, it's but like the, a forty-five-year-old guy isn't going to want to fuck a forty-five-year-old woman. He's going to want a twenty-five-year-old woman. Yeah, but but that's all relative to whether they can get them or not. I mean, and there and there are forty-five to fifty-year-old men who are tired of that. I I guess I I don't I don't, I'm not, I don't feel like think I'm trying so. to set you up. What do you, I don't think so. I have this whole thing about you know when Paul McCartney got married yeah. the third time to was, the nice was, lady he's I, married I'm, to. I'm sure he's oh the oh the new one. The new one. I'm sure he's fucking like that. So that last marriage, he's got to feel like a complete fucking idiot for doing that. Well, I don't know anything about that one. What the woman with the prosthetic leg? Yeah, the, I mean you know the yeah yeah he yeah. the one who who just took half of the Beatles money. <laughs> oh my god that reminds me of my marriage anyway um so anyway um so the one he just married she's like he was like 65 yeah. and she's like f- 49 or 50 yeah and i was i my whole thing was um wouldn't that be i said this to louie i said would people be grossed out if paul mccartney actually married a 65 year old woman they would be like ew he married a woman his own age. Horrendous. Like in a floral dress and mm-hmm. orthopedic yeah. shoes. Not, like I had this no, whole vision. No dye, not dyed hair. Like yeah. just full on gray. It's like you need a younger person, even if it's a if it's a woman. You know, maybe I need a younger guy because it keeps you young. You, you know? want to try that? I don't want anything. It's you fine. and Louie talk a lot? Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't talk to a lot of people. I'm glad he's talking to somebody. 
He does. He talks to Vernon. Yeah. He talks to Pamela. He talks to... You're not talking about yourself. Yes. You just, you, okay. He talks to Becky. Yeah. Talks to you. Once in a while, he talks to the, the dinosaurs like Stephen Wright. Mm-hmm. He made friends in the past few years. That's good. Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy. So before you got uh, involved in his first show... How did like you know you're you're part of this sort of com- comedy intelligentsia when it comes to voiceovers? Mm-hmm. I mean the the King of the Hill stuff is like my my girlfriend is sort of like that's the best animated character ever. Oh, I love that she loves it. Oh my god, it, it's just in that character in 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 particular. Yeah, you know, Bobby. Yeah, that was the greatest. Stephen Root is one of my best friends. He played Bill. Yeah, he plays Bill. He's forever. a great comedy actor. He's the greatest. Yeah. He's the greatest, and yeah, it was the best job, I mean, ever. Yeah. And we did 13 seasons, and I mean, they just tried to shuffle us in the corner, and just, the show was really strong, and it was just it was so good. The scripts were so good. The guy who's, the guys who were showrunners on my show were there for a little while. Oh. Uh, Sievert and Michael. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're great. Jammin' yeah. and Glammin'. Yeah, Jammin' and Glarum. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I used to call them Jammin' and Glammin'. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember being at a table read one morning and uh, Jammin', not Sievert. Was he making a dick joke? He was, <laughs> no, he he had a Tupperware filled with cut fruit. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it was yeah, the yeah. most beautiful thing I'd yeah. ever seen. And I'm like this pregnant with yeah. my second or third child. And I'm like, did you make that for yourself? And he's like, no, my wife made it for me. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's great. And I'm sitting there at work, pregnant with my second kid. And <laughs> my husband never made me a fucking cut fruit Tupperware. So that's what I think of when I think of jamming. And then Sievert did a whole thing. Um, he was really mad because like, he lives in Valley Village or something. Yeah. And they were like making all these McMansions yeah. and he did a whole protesty thing. Oh, did he? That. He was yeah. fighting the power. Mm-hmm. But do, through all this stuff, I mean, I mean, you did some regular acting on and off, but you're really a voiceover person. Yeah, I really am. But you're so fucking funny. Did it ever just, you know, did it like bother you? I mean, were, were, did you want to be more out there? Um, oh my God. I mean, voiceover saved my life. I couldn't even pay my rent. Was the original idea to be an actress actress? Yeah, oh yeah. I was I was working like I listen, I made like a quarter of a million dollars when I was like 16 years old because I was on the Facts of Life and it's for late how, season. But for like a year, right? Yeah, I did one season. I did 7 episodes. Yeah. But like it was, you know, the girls didn't want new people coming in and it was a whole The girls who are now like getting about 30 <laughs> years old. <and> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it was, you How know. How old were you? Like what? 18? I, I was six. I was like 16. Uh-huh. So you were like sort of there with that crew. Oh, I was obsessed with that show and I was so excited to be there. And yeah. um, um, it was that it was really an amazing thing to be able to work and make money. And I ended up. Uh, supporting my parents, you uh-huh. know, early, uh-huh. helping my parents out before the financial, you know, great meltdown. Fucking hit them. Who, in who the were face. the actors when you were there? Like, what was it? The final season? It, I, I was on when Edna's Edibles was there when they were at the college, uh-huh. you know, and then um, my character Kelly Afinado. Uh-huh. I ended up robbing. Edna's edibles because uh-huh. somebody was like, you know, 
I'm not going to name names. Uh-huh. We can't have, you know, her be sympathetic. So they made me into a <laughs> shitty person and I robbed Edna's edibles and I was really rich. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I was supposed to be like the new tomboy, whatever. Yeah. So it was, I, I was excited to go and it turned out to be kind of a bummer, but the money was helpful. To and then what family. happened? Did you do movies? Um, I just went back and forth, you know. I did, I did everything. I I was on Star Trek: Next Generation. I played him in Talkin. Uh-huh. I was a Bronze Age Vulcan, and you know, I mean, there there were t- like I was on television a lot, and then I took a job in a flower store, and like people would walk in and go, "Hi," <laughs> oh, and I'd be like, "Can I help you?" <laughs> Don't bring it up. Yes, it's cold in here. <laughs> The floor is wet, it's concrete, and I'm not on television currently, so I need a job. That's the weird thing about actors is like, you could be really super like famous and in somebody's eyeball, and then the jobs dry up. You always wonder about that. I mean, you always wonder about like, what the fuck is that guy doing? Yeah, it's y- like- It's horrible. Um, I don't, do you know Carol Ann Soucy? She's this great character actress, and she was in like- a Michael J. Fox movie and this and that. And she talks like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she stopped being able to work. And it was like, you know, she started, you know, cooking and doing things. But she'd go into a restaurant or a store and people would be like, oh, I love you. Yeah. So you don't stop being known. Right. When the checks stop coming. It's a really fucked up thing. Well, it's, it's a heartbreak crazy. of show business. Yeah. And man. I don't think it's particularly easy on women either oh no i mean we you guys just get better and like more distinguished and our faces melt but it's not easy for anybody but it seems like you know hollywood churns through women you have to pee i really have to pee but it's fine i'm gonna hold it in we can i can hit pause All right, so you're back from peeing. <laughs> that was good? Yes. <laughs> it was awesome. I used your round brush when I was in the bathroom. It's not my round brush, my girlfriend's you round brush. You have so many products and she, things. You, she's very uh, I want to meet that. her. I wish you could. She's a big fan. Where is she? She's at work. She wa- works with autistic children. I'm obsessed with her. That's really fucking hard job. It's crazy hard. They don't communicate. And they don't pay her enough. Pick the hardest thing. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And like anything I do, she's like, just get over it. <laughs> oh <laughs> like my a, God. You know the, what? The one thing about- Give working. her a baby. Okay. She's the one who should have a baby. I'm really impressed by her. I yeah. love her. Okay. <laughs> I love her too. I love her. <laughs> She's okay. 29, is that okay? She, I fucking... Yeah. I told everybody. I knew it. You told everybody what? That... How old are you? 49. See? What? I said the spread. I said the spread. Yeah. 45, 25, 49, 29. What am I going to do? I've dated women my own age. I don't know what, what What am I supposed to do? I mean, I'm not I'm not looking for, for younger women. It's keeping you, you are- young. You're going to have a baby with her and you're going to you're going to uh, lose 20 years or of she's, aging. Or she's going to leave because I won't do it. Or maybe, maybe my uh, sperm is broken. I don't know. We'll she's, see. She's, okay, all what? I can tell what? you, Marin. She yeah. works with autistic kids and she makes a dollar. Yeah. She's the greatest person you will ever know. She's the best. 
She's the best person in the world. Okay. I love her. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. Oh, my I'm God. To, I'm not supposed to cry. <laughs> right? Do you ever cry? Do you? I'm you, on you, Californication. I know that. I was just going to get into that. <laughs> but do you ever cry? Do you? Not... Oh, my God. My 12-year-old makes me cry almost every night. How? <laughs> you got to come over and see. <laughs> I'll put a close uh, a circuit camera or something. Well, what is it exactly? It's, it's hard. You know when I cry? Yeah. I cry... Because it's hard, because life gets hard. Right. And you just so I cry. Of, you surrender. That's better than anger. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I, I imagine there's a choice there. Well, the crying comes because I feel like it's just a feeling of this is so unfair. <laughs> you know? And that's what being, that's what parenthood is about. It's about um, trying to get past how fucking unfair it all is. Yeah. And give them what they need. I need. I need your girlfriend's patience, right, and serenity. Yeah, you know, but it's it, it for me. It's like I. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, I said to somebody that um, this year for me is about saying yes to everything. Yeah, like I'm saying yes to a lot of things because I've been kind of in a little co- cocoon uh-huh. with my with work and yeah. the girls yeah which it's impossible not to be right you know what i mean but um th- it's the one lesson that i still haven't learned and i've been a mom for almost 16 years which is don't take it personally let it just roll off your back like right. water off a duck right i I, t- I take a lot of the stuff that my girls say and do personally right and it hurts my feelings right sometimes i guess that's part of being a little self-centered not in a bad way, but I mean, even in a relationship, a lot of times people yeah. are just going through their own shit and sometimes they'll dump it on you, but a lot of times their aggravation is not specifically you. mean you. kids being self-centered? No, I mean- Oh, me being self-centered? Yeah, yeah I I don't- for, Not in a bad way, but no, I mean, it's No, 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 I understand what you mean. For me, it's if somebody said, you know, if if- you know, somebody in my house, I'm not naming names, says fuck off under their breath. It bums me out. It fucking bums me out. I'm not sure, but I seriously think that my daughter said in the shower, fuck off. Why don't you? Something like yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah. but it's a bummer. Sure. You know, that's if that's being self-centered, that that hurts my feelings. Yeah. Well, no, I think to react as yeah. if it was, uh, you, you know, to, to actually engage your pain in that, like, you know, saying yeah. something other than like, that's not appropriate, but saying like, no, fuck you. I mean, like if you yeah. do, like Louis C.K. does bits about this all the time. I know. But I mean, I know that he definitely treats his yeah. daughters with a, with respect and he's not going to. Oh my God. Know. He used to peel grapes for them. Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, you know, it's. It's it's a thing that I don't have in me yeah. that I've never been able to. Um, I used to fight a lot when I was younger. I used to get into fights, yeah, like physical fights and all these fights. I used to just be like, you know, hey, fuck you. Like if somebody was picking on somebody, that was me. Yeah. And then, you know, but I was never able to stick up for myself, uh-huh. really. Uh-huh. You'd step so, in and make it your I fight? I would, st- oh, yeah, scrappy. <laughs> that was me. I mean, were you a champion of the little guy, or did you just rage. jump in on the? 
underdog champion yeah. of the world. That yeah. that whole hippie liberal arts yeah. cunt munching. The, the war against bullies. Yeah. That was you. Yeah. I mean, in fifth grade, yeah. um, it's like the first time we moved to LA, there was this kid who had a sweater. Uh-huh. He was this boy, yeah, and he had like it was a long sweater with a belt. It was a belted sweater. Yeah, this was the seventies, right? And um, one of the kids went, "Nice sweater." Yeah, and I I turned to him and I go, "Fuck you!" Yeah, and I turned to the guy <laughs> and I was like, "I really like your sweater." <laughs> and then we ended up getting together, making out, hooking up. Yeah. We did seven in heaven. Yeah, yeah, we hugged. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> we sat in the closet and he was like oh, let's hug i was like okay yeah let's hug well you and louis seem so like-minded i how did that how did you get cast on that first one i mean how did he know i you? was how did he find i was you? the only not blonde person <laughs> that came in yes i was i read the script and i said this is this is crazy um i thought somebody put a camera in my house <laughs> This and, is for Lucky Louie. Yeah, Lucky yeah. Louie. And um, I just, I knew that it was, like, I could do the shit out of it, but I was never going to get cast. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I mean, you know, it's like a whole long story, but um, he really fought for me. Like, he really wanted it to be me because he thought it was just weird and real. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they had all these blondes and all these hot chicks. This is and, HBO, too. So yeah. Yeah, uh, 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 you think they know better. Yeah. So um, I can't, you know, I can't even believe it. Like, I remember, like, Louis was in, um, he was at a comedy club in, like, Peoria. Yeah. And I was testing and I was going to, like, sign a contract for another pilot. And he called me and he was like, look, I can't guarantee because i'm fighting to get you to to be i want you to be my wife on television yeah i want you to marry me on television and i was like well uh okay but nobody was offering me the part like they wanted me to let the other show go on the chance that hbo would say yes to me yeah 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 and so um he said, I want you to, to marry me on television from a payphone in Peoria, in a comedy club in Peoria. <laughs> and I hung up the phone and I walked into the living room and my husband and my, my ex-husband and my ex-father and mother-in-law were in the living room. I'm dead to all of them now. Yeah. And I said, um, I just got out. I think I just got proposed to. <laughs> Somebody just asked me to marry them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway. And he and he made it happen. Yeah, he really did. He mm. really did. And there were people who were like, "Come on, you'll find somebody else." And he was like, "No, goddamn it. This is the this is the vision. This is my vision. This is what I see." And uh, you know, and we shot it at um the original uh place where they shot the Lucy Desilu Desilu the original Desilu yeah. we would always call our ourselves like that that uh collaboration Pammy Lou yeah. because we were at Desilu uh-huh. like we'd have lunch in the place where we were imagining like um, Ricky Ricardo was getting blown by one of the samba girls <laughs> yeah, behind yeah. the bandstand and Lucy was like Ricky pissed. yeah 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 they were fucking broken up, but still working together. Right. And so, 
Um, but yeah. Well, that was that. That was the time he was trying to capture with the tone of that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. And he showed me the pilot, like he before they shot the rest of it, and you know he explained the conceit to me, and I got it uh, that you know this was basically the honeymooners now. Yeah. If they had a little more freedom. The and- director, like, uh, we did a camera test, and on the camera test day, he literally had every kind of technology available to him. Yeah. And um, the director said, please do not choose to shoot this on videotape. I beg you, yeah. don't leave my balls hanging out in the wind, whatever. And uh-huh. Louis was like, <sighs> That's what I video. want. Yeah, I mean, he had this whole big talk with Norman Lear before we did it, and yeah. he wanted that feeling of yeah. like growing up and yeah. watching those shows. Right. And Norman Lear told him, he said, "I had a choice. Yeah, I could have shot on film. Yeah, but he wanted to shoot it on videotape. And I, I guess, like, it was hard to get that across. I think it was harder than he thought it would. Yeah, be. you know, it's weird because a lot of people would say, "Oh, they put in a fake laugh track, and it it looked so weird, and like the proscenium of the set, whatever." And it was like, of course, we had no laugh track. They had to turn the the laughter down, on, right? When they aired, well, I the think shows. what happened was in in the modern mind's eye, it, yeah. it, it might have they they didn't intellectually get was what was happening, and they decided, well, it just looks like it looks cheap. Why didn't they make yeah. it like there was the they didn't. They weren't smart enough, right? Yeah, to understand what was trying to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a shame. Yeah, but they the new used show. To... But if it, if that had worked, I mean, I don't know, we would have gotten the new one. Which I is know, pretty amazing. Yeah. So, Californication is a show that I don't watch. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. I think we've built that relationship. Yeah. No. I mean, we're, I like we're the real. Po- I like the posters for it. Thank you. I, I enjoy the cast. Thank you. <laughs> but I just, I just have not gotten into okay. it. I don't have all the time in the world. I know. to do. You know, I mean, I know that you're in it. I have a lot of reality shows to get through every night. So right. So, I like, can't. what series do you watch? I mean, let's be honest. You don't. You don't watch <clears> all them. the ones I told Breaking you. Breaking Bad, Island Media, Breaking Bad. You watch, right? I've never seen Breaking Bad. See, that's crazy to me. Not one episode. That's what, I, what are you have? Do you have you watched Enlightened? I don't because I can't like. watch Breaking Bad. Like you know what you I mean. You got to start at the beginning. Yeah, but did you watch Enlightened, Michael White <coughs> Show? I don't think it's for you. Is that your favorite show? No, but I like it. But I don't think you'd like it. Um, I like, love Laura Dern. Yeah, she's, she's a friend, amazing. But I I haven't seen it. All right, though. So you haven't seen Laura Dern's show. Who's a friend? So I'm not going to feel bad as an interviewer <laughs> that I've not watched Californication. Yeah. Sell it to me. Um, it's so good. Oh, our show. I love our show. People have such a, a thing in their head about it. They, they totally, um, they're like, I don't watch that. It's all sex and fucking. Why wouldn't they watch that? And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. But you know, it's, it's, it's in the first place. I think Tom Kapanos is such an amazing writer. And I'm not saying this just to promote. I have, you know, I don't need to talk about it if I didn't believe in it, but yeah. I think he's just, he never gets props. He's never been nominated for anything. Yeah. He writes all the shows the, himself. They're fucking great. Um, the dialogue's amazing. And just the scenarios, like you read a script and it's it's like a movie. It's yeah. like a film. He's really prolific, brilliant, darkly funny guy. And um, he just gets no props for the show. I think because it's so sexualized and there's it's, it's silly sex. But shamelessly. Yeah. I, it's, it's weird. Everybody, you know, subverts that. Yeah. And then when it shows up, they're like, ooh, this is great. Yeah. It's racy. Like but fucking yeah. on a sink and it breaks and, yeah. you know, I'm, uh, you know, fucking a giant man in a rape fantasy and... 
This is something you do? Yeah, all this shit is what I do. You know, blowing people left and right. You know, and it's just like... um, Oh, God, I just said all the things, and now my daughter's friends. <laughs> How do you know they're going to listen to this? I, Jesus, I don't know. You don't think I don't know what to say anymore. Well, you, you're worried about you I talking know. about the show when you know they're watching porn on I, their phones? Listen, believe what? me, when I'm driving carpool last year, I'm white-knuckling because there's three teenage boys in my car with my gorgeous daughter sitting next to me. I'm like, what episode was on last night? Oh, <laughs> Fuck. What do you get naked? It's oh I'm it's just it's it's awful. It's awful. It's like ass, it's just eating out, sucking dicks. Really? Sucking dicks. Yeah. And you're sitting <laughs> I don't know. But that's not what I would like to talk about Californication in the way that I and love I, the I think writing. you just sold it to a lot okay. of my listeners. Anyway, it's an awesome show and I fucking love it. And this season's really good. What does your it. character do? I'm a waxer. I wax people. You wax pussies? Yeah, and balls and chests and everything. There's a video online called Marcy's Waxing Salon, and it's where I go to get waxed, and it's me waxing all these people. So you know how to do it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't do it. Oh, I'm glad. Thank you. (laughs) I don't think you should do it. It makes me it makes me feel like a stranger to my own dick. Yeah. Even if I, you know, shave a little bit. Oh, I just think that's terrible. Yeah, no. I, I I don't You're yeah. against the male waxing. Yeah, I don't think it should happen unless Yeah. <laughs> there you know, you got a lot going on. You know, at least clip it or something. Sure, yeah, trim it a little if bit. If you're yeah. gonna fuck somebody. But if you're with somebody for twenty years and it doesn't matter and your tits are hanging to your knees and yeah, they're hairy, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, Just yeah. Unless you want to spice it, it up. up. <laughs> it might be kind of scary. That's always a, it's a little jarring exactly. you know, when you're used to the unwaxed and they're like, hey, look. And I'm like, oh my God. What? I, I was with mm-hmm. a guy one time. Um, we had crazy good sex and yeah. this was in my 20s. Yeah. He was a hairy, hairy little fucker. Yeah. And he would sh- sweat. And when we would be done, I would yeah. get up and I'd be covered like I'd have a suit of yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> Because it would all attach to me. <laughs> so that's the kind and of guy I, I might need to. And I spit out the window anyway. Okay, What's so. What's the spitting out the window? I that's... don't know. I can't. You can't. So talk about another thing. I keep thinking about my daughters, so. Okay. Um, are you happy? I'm happier than, I, than I've been in you a seem long good. time. Yeah, I, I feel, you know, it's like the thing that I told you. I started kind of you know saying yes and accepting and just being like trying not to be bitter about my divorce and all of that stuff and you know you know how it's hard with the girls i just i want to be happy i want them to be happy and um yeah i it it i like working and I like my girls to be happy. Those That's are great. The things. Well, it's good when you have like even like when you're you're open enough to that we're a little tool like saying yes or something yeah. is enough to sort of throw something in your head yeah. and be more self-aware and conscious of, of Yeah. Things. That's great. Well, good for you. Thank it's you. nice talking to you. Nice talking to you, too. That's it. That's our show. What a fuck. She's a piece of work, man. That is the definition of Pip, isn't it? Love her. Had a great time. I love talking to her. All right, go to WTFPod.com for all your WTFPod needs. Get some JustCoffee.coop. 
over there. Get the WTF blend. I get a little on the back end of that. Leave a comment. Buy some merch. Got some exciting merch possibilities coming up. My guy who makes my... Uh, I make a special mug. I have a guy in Portland, Brian Jones, who makes a special mug for my guests that I'm thinking about making available to you people. Hand-thrown, man. Hand-thrown. This is some art stuff, dude. I'm thinking about you know maybe doing a little package with one of the mugs and a pound of the coffee for some bucks. Haven't figured it out yet. I got the mugs. Got to line up the coffee with just coffee.coop. I got to take those cats in the vet. There's something wrong. Their eyes. Their eyes. They have different things wrong with each of them. Each of their eyes. Okay. Boomer lives. <laughs>